Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello, and welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined in tandem by my lovely and tremendously talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the vast, expansive terrain that we have lovingly decided to dub the Sprawl. On today's show, we go back to school, enlist in all forms of higher education, as we examine what we believe to be the most important institutions of higher learning to be found anywhere within the sprawl. I don't want to come across as a coastal elitist, but Southern California happens to be blessed with a bevy of extraordinary colleges and universities. If you examine, as I did in preparation for today's show, lists compiled by outlets like U.S. News and World Report, Kaplan, and many others, universities located within our purview have an outsized impact on national and global academic rankings. California, the world's fifth largest economy, prides itself on a statewide culture of innovation, entrepreneurship, and directed research. While institutions such as Stanford, Berkeley, and the like are located to the north, what we've going on down south is even more impressive. As we forecast into the future, the role of colleges and institutions of higher learning cannot be understated. Though online coursework and virtual learning may ultimately come to redefine the ways in which students learn on a day-to-day basis, I think we can say with a high degree of certainty that as long as folks line up en masse to attend the schools located between Paso Robles in the north and San Diego in the south, 
will have a 200-year bumper crop of intelligent, capable, and, most importantly, highly educated folks entering the workplace. So, today, let us cast our gaze on the 10 most important institutions of higher learning that we have, to our credit, located in our backyard, the sprawl. And number 10... Cal Poly Pomona, originally founded on a parcel of land in San Dimas, the school that is widely recognized today as Cal Poly Pomona has undergone a pretty impressive evolution after moving to a plot of land that was formerly occupied by a ranch belonging to cereal magnate W.K. Kellogg. Cal Poly Pomona joined the Cal State system in the 1970s. The school is widely lauded for some of its technical programs, a tremendous pathway for aspiring ophthalmologists, those interested in all aspects of engineering. Cal Poly Pomona boasts an objectively impressive array of past pupils, including the founder of Bitcoin, Academy Award-winning thespian Forrest Whitaker, and a number of impactful CEOs and political figures. What Cal Poly Pomona may lack in campus life, it more than makes up for in terms of curriculum and an overall commitment to first-rate academic endeavors. At number 10, we're going to start with Cal Poly Pomona. At number 9, UCSD, University of California, San Diego. This La Jolla-based campus is home to the nationally recognized Salk Institute and has been home to a myriad of noteworthy academics since it came into the UC system over five decades ago. If you investigate national lists of best science schools, engineering institutions, you will routinely spot UCSD pretty high. Indeed, the school routinely lands in the top 30 of all public American institutions of higher learning. Though not necessarily a beacon for those looking to experience the quintessential Susie Sorority Joe College version of higher learning, serious academics have earned their degrees at UCSD and gone on to achieve at the highest possible levels. UCSD sometimes gets forgotten or cast aside because it's just, well, it's not as um, shiny, new, sexy, as it were, as some of the other schools within the UC system, but its contributions are massive and its global imprint leaves no doubt that California, San Diego must be included on any list of the best colleges and universities in Southern California. And number eight, Pepperdine University. This Malibu set campus is without question one of the most picturesque colleges to be found anywhere in the world, never mind the United States. Originally founded in the 1930s by a fellow by the name of George Pepperdine, 
The school was located on 78th and Western in the south portion of Los Angeles. Now, to anyone familiar with the geographic layout of the greater Los Angeles area, 78th and Western and Pepperdine don't have a great deal in common with one another. And it was after the 65 Watts riots and some unfortunate incidents that took place toward the latter half of the 1960s that prompted university officials to seek a permanent campus location elsewhere. Now, Westlake Village was tossed around, as was Calabasas, but ultimately Malibu was selected as the next landing spot for Pepperdine University. That's to say that your humble host and correspondent has been fortunate enough to travel all across the country, stopping at universities in over 40 different states. I can't think of a more beautiful setting for a school than Pepperdine. You literally have views of the Pacific Ocean, the peace and tranquility of the surrounding Santa Monica Mountains, make the spot a true outlier in terms of collegiate settings. Having said all that, the academics, while perhaps not on par with the -the over-the-top beauty of the setting, are to be lauded independently. Chiefly among those institutions is the law school at Pepperdine, which has a national reputation. The school has produced Academy Award winners, Fortune 500 CEOs, and was once a soft landing spot for former Bill Clinton prosecutor Kenneth Starr, who served as president of the university for a number of years post-Clinton-Lewinsky scandal. The Pepperdine Waves have also made contributions within the realm of the entertainment industry and even sports, but truly... If there's one selling point, it's impossible to kind of stop gushing about the vistas that you can observe from this campus. It's truly a singular destination. And even if the academics were terrible, I'd still be inclined to include it on this list because there's just nothing like it in terms of setting. It's a private school. There's an enormous cross when you first arrive on campus, but who cares? You're gazing at the Pacific Ocean in Malibu. So we have to shout out Pepperdine University. At number seven, San Diego State University. The Aztecs make this appearance on the list as one of the real triumphs of the Cal State system. Located in the central east portion of Greater San Diego, the university was once part of this really archaic and kind of impossible to believe actually existed portion of history where we had a bunch of schools called the Normal School. But after much wrangling, when San Diego State became a card-carrying member of the Cal State system a number of decades ago, the university quickly made an indelible impression upon the California landscape. Here you'll find a tremendous business school, communications department, first-rate athletics, top-notch English department, 
Though San Diego State, in contrast to some of the other institutions that we've just mentioned, though it may not have the top of the line, tippy tippy top academics like a UCSD, a Pepperdine, etc., it bests some of its counterparts with its prototypical American college experience. The Greek system on campus is robust. As I stated, the athletics, while not necessarily on par with the likes of some other places we'll talk about a little bit later, are without question first rate. San Diego State, because we are ranking these institutions by virtue of their overall importance, has to make an appearance on our list, and that's why it graces our program at number seven. At number six, UCI, University of California, Irvine. I grew up in the shadow of UCI and got a firsthand glimpse into the fervent academic climate that surrounded the college. Never hailed for its social offerings, UCI boasts world-class programs in scientific fields, engineering, and with graduates like Michael Chabon, author of The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which won the Pulitzer Prize for fiction 20 years ago, there's a surprisingly terrific creative writing and English department at the home of the Anteaters. Located a 20-minute drive from Disneyland in one direction and a 20-minute distance from the ocean in another, UCI is located in suburbia, but with readily available access to some of the most exciting things on planet Earth. A wonderful place for serious academics to hit the books. UCI is on the younger end in terms of schools that are a part of the UC system. But while young, relatively speaking, the school is long on academic contributions, boasting a wide cross-section of alums that can call themselves Nobel laureates, Pulitzer Prize winners, corporate heads, Some of the brightest in the entire country have come out of the ranks of UCI. And number five, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. The first of the three Cal Poly schools in the Golden State, this Central Coast institution claims a large number of important graduates. This is where Jamba Juice was founded, also Urban Dictionary, there's a kind of counterculture cloud that permeates the air at the institution known by students and the larger community as slow. If you visited today, you'd never guess that John Madden earned his degree on campus or that iconic St. Louis Cardinals shortstop Ozzie Smith once took his final exams on campus. Fascinating architecture abounds at Cal Poly Slow, helping us to forget the fact that this was where Kristen Smart disappeared from in 1996. It's a little bit strange, unique. 
you'd only find a place like Cal Poly Slow in a location as diverse and eclectic as the Southern California Sprawl. And number four, the Claremont Colleges. Seven small upper echelon liberal arts institutions located in the eastern part of Los Angeles County. Claremont McKenna, Scripps, Harvey Mudd, Claremont Graduate College, Pitzer. These schools together have a collective student body population of just over 8,500. They're each small liberal arts institutions that exist to provide students with a first-rate, classically-inspired education. Pomona College was actually the first established in the 1920s, but as more institutions kept popping up, the reputation for the Claremont Colleges only grew and grew. Ranked as some of the most difficult institutions to get into anywhere outside of the Ivy Leagues, the Claremont Colleges, particularly Claremont McKenna, offer incredible programs and degrees in politically inclined majors and minors, also international relations, and all seven of these institutions kind of share the greater Claremont community. If you just had one of these schools, I don't think it would merit inclusion on a list like this, but when you consolidate all seven of them, it is a truly impressive crop of places where the kids can learn. And number four, the Claremont Colleges. And number three, UCSB, California, Santa Barbara. It's not quite Pepperdine, but UCSB is objectively a lovely place to learn. Set in the Isla Vista community, students are welcomed by a charming cool breeze as they saunter toward the quad. Santa Barbara, which draws comparisons with Italy's Amalfi Coast, has been a haven for post-secondary learning for 70 plus years now. UCSB is the first place that we've really talked about today that is more or less a great combination of academics and social life. The prototypical college experience with academics at the higher end of that scale, if you will. At UCSB, students have an opportunity to learn from world-class instructors while simultaneously joining impactful and important clubs the opportunities afforded by admission to a place like Santa Barbara are seemingly limitless, proving that Santa Barbara offers far more than just gorgeous beach days. The University of California, Santa Barbara is one of the best colleges to be found anywhere in the sprawl. Matter of fact, it's the third best. And number two, there was really uh, no way around it. Had to pick University of Southern California, the Trojans. Certainly one of the most famous colleges or universities to be found anywhere within the Southern California sprawl. 
USC has been around since the late 1880s and has evolved from a college concerned with religious matters to one of the most easily recognizable bastions of higher learning to be found anywhere in the world. Because of its proximity to the entertainment industry, USC has, I would say, the most acclaimed film department in the country. They'll never let you forget that George Lucas earned his degree here and Steven Spielberg couldn't actually get in. The academics at USC are first rate, but maybe not even to the level of the athletics Infamously, O.J. Simpson won a Heisman Trophy here, as did Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Carson Palmer, Mike Garrett, Charles White. If you attend a game at the Coliseum, you'll see, well, you won't see number 32, but you'll see everyone else's retired jersey numbers in the stands. USC has found itself embroiled in scandal in recent years of a Me Too nature, and of a celebrities and immensely wealthy people paying for their kids uh, to cheat their way into college level. But none of that can take away from the fact that USC is a ridiculously important outlet for higher learning. It had to be done on our list of the most important colleges and universities to be found anywhere within the Southern California sprawl. It's USC at number two. And that leaves us at number one, UCLA. The alma mater of half of the Living in the Sprawl team, my lovely and talented producer slash wife, is a Bruin. World-class academics meet a vibrant social scene and probably the most impressive collection of athletes to be found anywhere in the entire country. Jackie Robinson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Walton. This is where John Wooden made the most impressive collegiate dynasty that the NCAA has ever seen. People like Arthur Ashe and James Dean are not to be withheld when talking about folks that have attended the school UCLA holds a very special place in the heart of anyone that grew up or resides or has ever traveled to Southern California. The Westwood-based campus has been seen in countless films, television shows, commercials and music videos. In 2021, UCLA received over 100,000 applications for admission into the undergraduate class. The acceptance rate hovers at around 12% as of this recording, making it one of the most difficult places to gain admittance to in the country. One of the leaders with this idea of there being a public Ivy School contingent in the United States UCLA literally just received more applications than any other school in the nation. A beautiful, no pun intended, sprawling campus that boasts amazing museums, a world-class botanical garden, sculpture garden, Billy Wilder Theater, Royce Hall, and of course, Polly Pavilion. The school is frankly so objectively amazing that perhaps 
you may forget that the football team plays at least 15 to 20 miles away in Pasadena. That's okay, because everything else about UCLA is at the absolute pinnacle for higher learning. That's going to do it for another episode of the program. We would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the show. A couple of easy ways to demonstrate such support. Hop on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you download the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a kind review. That stuff really helps us out a great deal. Follow us on Instagram. The handle is Living in the Sprawl Podcast. Drop us a line at Living in the Sprawl Podcast at gmail.com. We'd like to draw your attention to our tremendous website. Hop on there. Get your hands on some much coveted Living in the Sprawl merchandise. On behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and extraordinarily talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, thanking you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Talk to you all quite soon.